Hi there. I'm joined today for our advisory insights um, with the amazing Anouk Deblik, who is one of our um, chair members currently located in Italy. And um, Anouk, I'm going to ask you in just a second to share a little bit about, about yourself and your background and what's brought you to um, the advisory space. Um, members and members of the public who are listening to this session are potentially looking to find out more about what being an advisor um, entails or mm -hmm. looking to find out a bit more about what implementing an advisory board could look like. So um, mm -hmm. I'd love if you're able to share some of your insights and experiences about both of those perspectives um, through your own your own professional lens. Mm -hmm. But Anouk Dablik, please share with me first a little bit about yourself, your background, your um, career to date, um, and, and what, you know, what can you share about your background with us? Great. Well, first of all, thanks, Penny, for for having me and, and hi, everyone. Um, looking forward to the, the conversation and let's see it as a conversation starter, right? Because I, I think this is the beginning of, of always something nice moving forward. Um, yeah, I listen, I Penny, you know, where do I start, right? So so indeed, I'm, I'm based in, in Italy. I'm originally from Belgium. Um, I left Belgium 20 years ago because I would say career-wise, the last three decades, um, I spent in the corporate world, right? I was very privileged to work with organizations like a city, an ANZ, a visa, or large organizations on, 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 on kind of financial services, payments, later on technology also with SoftServe. And I worked internationally for all that time from, from New York to Melbourne and, and everything in between. So very privileged um, during that time. But at a certain point, um, you know, in those those roles, I, I kind of started off in, in, in the business, moved into HR roles. And, and in that perspective, I had, you know, global roles, regional roles. So, um, you know, able to influence, I would say, and support organizations through various, I would say, organizational challenges and everything. So um, amazing, you know, with wonderful people and everything. But at a certain point when you are like having done that for three decades, you kind of at a certain point wonder, so what is next? And and the what next was kind of triggered to a personal situation that happened at, at home. And it made me think, what do I want to do next? Um, do I want to keep on this corporate bandwagon or not? And then I kind of realized that, you know, I don't really want to do that anymore. I want to start paying it forward. I want to start leveraging my experiences, sharing thoughts, helping organizations to progress that need me and, and create value, right? And yeah. and so that was, in fact, for me, the pivoting around, okay, my, my next part of the career um, should look very different. Um, and that was, you know, remaining the connection with the HR community. That was, as I said, you know, leveraging what I, I kind of did before. But then also that was like, how can I help organizations whether startups smaller organizations that are need to pivot that need to grow how can i help them to support and then when you say support then there's two ways to do it right you have the the formal boards um and then you have the advisory boards and i kind of thought listen that's something that i really want to get get into um because i think it aligns to what i believe in and it's a great way to 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 as I said, pay it forward and help others in that journey. So that's what I'm doing now. So three years now, I'm into a, a bit of a portfolio work with with all the various aspects of it that I just mentioned, which I think is is amazing. And the beauty is, 
I can do it everywhere. And, and we came back to Europe and decided it was not going to be Belgium. Um, but we're here in Italy um, for a couple of years now. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And um, I guess um, uh, for the purposes of, of this conversation, and, and I'd really like to get a little bit more into your, um, you know, your own activity and developing that portfolio and, and mm. how, how you keep yourself current. But um, from a... Um, from where you sit in the world and now three years into a portfolio um, mm. uh, arrangement of your your career, what what are the observations that you have um, on how this advisory board or advisory sector is evolving? What are the what are the key, I guess whether it's geopolitical or global or commercial um, conditions <clears throat> and perspectives that you have around this sector's yeah. evolution? Yeah, well, these are interesting times, right? I think if you think about how the world looks like today, you know, who would have thought last year that would be the case or the years before? We we live, as I always say, in a VUCA world. It's volatile, it's uncertain, it's complex, and it's ambiguous. And yeah. And the thing is that, you know, no one anymore has all the answers right no no one knows what tomorrow will bring who would have thought right um you know the situation with covid uh, who would have thought that with the war with, with with ukraine you know imaginable right but in addition to that i think we also see um you know from a future of work perspective you know demographics are 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 changing you know employees um needs and wants are changing because covid has made them think what's important in in life you have climate change you have you see what's happening in that world and then i think there's this whole notion with you know robotics and man versus machine or or, or you know, you have you know have now more and more cyber attacks coming up. So, so I think you know whatever can't be imagined, name it, right? It will happen at one point. So I think organizations are navigating through an environment that is very uncertain, not clear at all, and and they need to grow and they need to progress and they need to be their best sustainable selves. So how do you do that? Um, and as I mentioned, I think it's it's the notion of having collective wisdom, right? Helping so they will have their executive teams that are well positioned, you know, to 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 work through uh, a number of these challenges. But it is so much, of course, better uh, suited if you kind of have, um, I would say, an entourage that can help you in that particular case navigate through that. People yes. that have seen certain pieces before. Um, people that have lived it, people that have a different sense of experience, capability, and all of that. And and that's where I see more and more, I think, advisory boards becoming now um, a venue of, of organizations to go to because they see that as an opportunity to add value in their quest, right, to yeah. deal with this environment and to grow and, 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 they and change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so the ability to be able to tap into this um, this collective wisdom or this um, mm -hmm. this entourage of wisdom, yeah, well, I love how you call it. Um, so I'm I'm really interested in then um, for yourself, Anouk, how are you yeah. positioning yourself um, yeah. to be visible as a, as a part of this entourage, as a part of this collective wisdom? What are you know? How are you positioning yourself to be seen and sought after for the value that you 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 bring? Well, I, I think it's it's um, 
I think it all starts with with understanding for your 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 yourself, right? What is what is that you bring um, to the to the table, and where can you help? You know, someone can be extremely competent um, in a certain area, but it might not be relevant, right, for yes. the environment you're in or for that particular organization. And and I think it's a question of, you know. I can only add value to an organization and to a team if it is aligned to, to first of all, my purpose, um, because I think it needs to be a partnership. Yes. But at the same time, it's also this notion around what are they missing or what? how can I complement where they're going through? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, you know, I'm working with a with a startup, which 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 I, I, I love and, and, and I'm, I feel so passionate about the great work they're doing, because this is an organization that is trying to make a societal impact right so so yeah. that is is one thing which is that's great. your driver yeah yeah that's that's a driver and they want to kind of they have an amazing product they have an amazing solution but it's around how do they go to market right how do they kind of um export that knowledge and that expertise into other markets and then how do you kind of do that you know as an organization that needs to grow so that's where i see a direct fit with my experience yeah. because i know Obviously, the international markets. I have experience in in going to, to 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 markets in in helping them. I have experience in setting up uh, leadership teams, and I'm, and and you know they're trying to go to the HR community. So, and of course, I come from that world. So, so I think for myself, it's a question about being very clear of where I can add value, um, what is am I'm able to bring to the table, and also make sure that you look for opportunities where you can complement, when you can partner, because, and 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 where in fact, again, the purpose is aligned, I think, mm. um, and, and the values. Um, and that doesn't come overnight because that also means that there might be opportunities you say yes to, there might be opportunities that come up you say no to, because mm. guess what? I cannot add value. If you can't add value, then it, it's a no-no, right? Yeah. So so it's about putting your ego aside, but but looking really at it, from that human-centered approach and and mm-hmm. putting the, the the organization first um and and that means you know positioning yourself you know building your brand building your mm-hmm. networks um and being out there to see how you can help because that's my as i said that's what what drives me right yeah and look i um that was a question without notice so thank you for your oh yeah well i yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's I, always uh, good to keep myself on my toes sharp, exactly <laughs> exactly so thank you Anouk for that it um uh, that that was that was really useful and and resonates certainly with um a lot of the the I guess the profile building sessions that we encourage members to to take advantage of through our through our, our resources and the network um and you know a very a very current example of of where and how you know you can add value and more importantly <clears throat> where you can't and where there's mm-hmm. not an, a perfect alignment to to be you know upfront and honest enough about saying no mm-hmm. um back to the questions that we uh that we were discussing previously so um do you you i believe um play a role on both governance boards um mm-hmm. or as uh, on a board of directors as well as in the advisory space um mm-hmm. how do you one uh, are you comfortable with that that balance and that combination? And where do you see for you the key differences in their role and function? Well, um, 
well, first of all, I think the fact of having boards, I think it's it's as I said, the the there's a growing need in and and traditionally, I think organizations um had a you know have really the traditional boards which is is more focused around governance which is more focused around risk of course it's it's about um providing oversight it's it's helping organizations um in that regard make decisions and 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 the traditional way of of, of boards um has as a you know has has obviously a seat there a very important seat in order to just ensure good governance and we have seen <laughs> many examples um you know in the world where if there's no good governance, right, organizations can go terribly wrong. So yes. there's a there's a tremendous place for that, and and it requires a very structured approach. It's regulatory framework. It 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 is fixed. It is is there, and and it is required. And and I see the traditional boards becoming, um, I would say, future proofing themselves because, you know, in the past it was very much compliance and risk driven. Now more and more. They're dealing with that VUCA world, right? So they need to up their game as well. So, but it yeah. is very traditional. It is very structured. It is related, regulated, and all of that. Yeah. On the other hand, when you have an, an advisory board or whatever that advisory looks structure. like, so because mm -hmm. we'll, hey, we'll talk about it in a, in in a second, mm -hmm. it is a lot more flexible. It is a lot more, I would say, co-creation. It's a lot more about solving problems a problem for the moment it's less mm -hmm. about governing you know yes. the organization it's more about how do you deal with certain situations how do you kind of focus on growth how do you focus on 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 reshaping yourselves pivoting yourself you know you have an MA coming up how can i make sure that i get the right expertise on board to help that so yeah. so i would say that the advisory board i always thought that that was a very also a very um structured body which can be but the beauty of advisory boards is that it can be very flexible and yes. very fit for purpose of what the organization needs so so i think um they both complement each other they don't have you know there's no competition as such they complement and and they use for different purposes right mm -hmm. and and so i think that's where i think the beauty as i said with the advisory board structure as such is is you can make it what is necessary for you at the moment at the time for a startup. yes yeah for a startup it's very different than than when you are dealing with a with an sme or you're dealing with a family business right mm. um and it is fit for purpose for the challenges you face and it's also very timely for the challenges yes. you face yes. so so flexibility versus i think the governance and the robustness right yeah now that doesn't mean that when you have an advisory board you don't it can't have be robust yeah or, or rigor <laughs> Yeah, because if you want to have it functioning well, you need to, right? Um, but again, their their mission and their purpose is very different, and yeah. and I see them working really well together. Together, um, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So uh, I guess then leading into the question around, um, you know robustness and having rigor mm -hmm. um you know what is the, what is the importance then for you of having that best practice uh framework best practice approach around advisory boards yeah yeah it it's like with with even the 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 regular boards you know when i was um i had the pleasure to 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 join um imd's board practice with didier cosay and and 
And he's been, you know, doing board work for for many decades, uh, extremely uh, successful, I think very impactful. And and he brings a framework um, on how do you make sure that that the the corporate governance kind of works well. Mm. Um, And and that talks a lot about, you know, the type of people you have, the the type of culture trying to create, the type of, of operating rhythm you create yes. and all of that and he has his four pillar framework which is really important um and the thing is that with the advisory board and, and the reason why a four pillar framework works well is because it is again best practice and mm. the thing is when an advisory board which for me i see very equal now many people would disagree because there's always dispute about you know advisory boards versus corporate mm. boards but i think if i see them as both equal bodies you know, both equal bodies need to function well. So yes, they deserve so, to have the same they degree deserve. of yeah. If if you as an organization, yeah, if you mm. as an organization decide you want to have an advisory board, you want to have a framework in place that makes it hum and that it sets it up for success. Absolutely. And that's what I love about also the advisory board center with their best practices framework because it talks about what is important. Um, from a purpose, from a process, and from a people perspective. Yeah. And when you and when you have a framework, and then whoever comes in and helps support an advisory board, they know that it is set up for success because yeah. you can't bring people together if you don't have a purpose and a clear mandate of what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Right? You can't have something functioning well if there's no process if you can't have any robustness as we saw or yeah. or any yeah. measurement right it's yeah. just uh, it, it, you know it's just like you know a nice to do and then the third thing like with everything you know it's about what is the people and 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 and, and the culture you create so you want mm. a level of independence right you want to make sure people are fit for purpose so mm. so i think the best practice framework is crucial to make the most out of of your your advisory board yeah. otherwise you set yourself up to to fail to, so to not succeed yeah. Th- that's yeah. right you've got then you know you have on the one side safety and and yeah. um i guess safety and an acknowledgement of the value and the contribution yeah. that everybody's bringing in real clarity on the role mm. that each of those advisors has to play and yeah. you know the best opportunity to measure the value or the impact absolutely that that, that, that that yeah. structure can actually deliver at the end of the day. Um, and, and and also, sorry, Penny, to add, okay. but, but we, we live in this VUCA world, so that means change is there and oh, the speed of change is fast. So why would you set yourself up, you know, not in the best possible way to start with and not waste any time? So, and I think that's where, for me, this 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 framework comes in. It's not just to making sure you create robustness, but it's an accelerator Yes. towards making an impact right yeah as well yeah it accelerates the impact I like that um so look uh, uh, with only a couple of minutes to go I have one final question which is um uh, you know what sort of what sort of tips or suggestions do you have either for individuals who are considering um bringing advisory board service into their portfolio of activity or advisory structure mm-hmm. service or for organizations who are contemplating implementing a, a new advisory structure. Um, any any sort of last words, tips and suggestions? 
Yeah, I think for 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 individuals, um, I think individuals like my myself that that want to to get, I'm going to say more out of life, but more out of, of the, the you know your working life. Yeah. I, I I found, um, you know, stepping into uh, boards and especially I think um, advisory boards, I think is very rewarding because it's 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 an opportunity to keep yourself. I would say relevant as well because it's about learning. Um, uh, but at the same time, is as I said, it's about paying it forward and and um, you know, kind of putting your 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 ego, your person aside, but to to jump in and to lean is around how can you help organizations and and I think it's crucial to think about how does that fit into what you really want to do as a person and where do you want to play. So I think having clarity for yourself is extremely important is is where what are your critical experiences where are the industries you can play in what type of organizations and and have a good think because there's a lot of opportunity out there i think it's less about the quantity but the quality and and it's yeah. around where you can add value but it's very rewarding because it's a true partnership and it's tremendous learning from both sides and you see the impact, right? When you are part of this, you see the growth, you see the progression. So I think that is one thing. Um, if if I'm a business owner, if I run a family business, if I run an organization, you know, a business in, in the broader sense, I think people are, um, I would say, um, in this VUCA world, right? People are constantly faced with challenges. Um, and in these challenges, you want to grow, you want to proceed, you want to make an impact, uh, you want to pivot, you want to change, restructure, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're not on your own. It's about mm -hmm. finding people that can help you on the journey, that can be a sounding board, that have expertise, that can be a partner to you to help co-create. And so I would say, even if you are a small organization, don't shy away from the fact that an advisory board can be there because it doesn't need to be a board it mm. can be an advisor it can be a panel that you have it can be some people you help work on a specific deal or opportunity so it is out there and then when you choose someone then make sure you have someone that has a certain that has the credentials right and has the expertise around what best practice and goods look like in order to not to waste time and get the most out of the experience. Um, and then it's a win-win, both for the individual as the organization, I would say, uh, Penny. Absolutely. Thank you, Anouk. And thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your background and your insights and what, what's been, what you've been doing to build your portfolio. Um, for anybody who would like to learn more about, um, about yourself um, or about the advisory board center or about advisory boards and how you might implement that within your organization, um, please visit our website or get in contact with me, Penny Ellinger at the advisory board center. Anouk Dublik, it's been an absolute delight talking with you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks so much for having me and, and looking forward to continue the conversation. So uh, all the best and speak again soon. Bye -bye. Thank you, Anouk. Cheers.